0: This is BIV Today, the daily business video show and podcast from the journalists at BIV. I'm Haley Wooden, and today we're talking about brand trust, in 2020, a year not only characterized by a global pandemic, but also by important global conversations around social and racial injustice. My guest today for this conversation is Jennifer Meehan, Executive Vice President Brand at Edelman Canada. We're going to be talking about a new special Edelman Trust Barometer report on Brand Trust in 2020. Jennifer, great to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Haley. It's great to be here.
0: Let's talk a bit about this pandemic and the impact it's had on brand trust. How have those conversations evolved and how have our expectations of brands evolved during this time?
1: So we've been measuring trust for a number of years. And and a lot of times trust uh, relates to a corporation, to how a CEO handles issues. But what we've seen over the past six months, so with the pandemic, but also with what's happened in the U.S. with the uh, killing of George Floyd, we've seen these issues really heightened uh, needs for brand to play a bigger role. So, and you know, as someone who manages a brand, there are things like purpose that gets put behind a brand. So whether that's giving back to communities and things like that. But what's happened with the pandemic is the role of brands has been increased. So what I mean by that is, if you think back to the beginning of of COVID, when the government was trying to get out as much PPEs, um, helping with food shortages, all of these things, Canadians saw and our da- data show that they realized that Canada can't solve this alone. So there was this expectation that brands were to step up and really help solve pandemic related challenges. So we saw uh, distilleries and breweries start making hand sanitizers, companies turning over their manufacturing to make uh, masks. So something that a brand probably in years past has never been expected to do.
0: Absolutely. Do you think these expectations as looking to see companies step up and help during COVID? Will these carry on post-crisis? Is this a more permanent shift in our expectations or is it really tied to the pandemic?
1: I think we've seen this rise in belief-driven buying over the past five years where I think we're at 64% of Canadians believe that they want to buy a brand that represents their values because it's the idea of brand democracy. So there's power in a brand and a company. So I don't see this going away. Um, I think that brands have done an an amazing job, many of them in identifying causes to support and give back to communities, but the societal role of brands, listen, after this pandemic is over, gosh knows when, um, or racial injustice, we're still going to see these societal challenges pop up and this expectation that a brand weighs in versus taking a step back. We don't think is going to change.
0: Interesting. And how does this fit with trust? And is brand trust more important now than it was in the past?
1: Absolutely. Um, What we've seen is over one year, and obviously I think this has been catapulted by these two seismic shocks of pandemic and, and the killing of George Floyd, is that last year trust was the fifth most important buying consideration behind quality, ingredients, uh, price. And within 12 months, we've seen this go to number two. And when we talk about trust in a brand, it's kind of threefold. So it is trust that the product will do what it says, trust that the product will help me personally, but trusting that a product is going to give back to society. And, And I would say that's the biggest change that the trust relates to someone's personal vulnerability today and also about society so how are we giving back
0: Mm -hmm. a couple of the findings in the report that really spoke to me more than a third of respondents reported in june that they started to use a brand because of that brand's response to the outbreak but a similar number also reported convincing others to drop using a brand because of their response to the outbreak and the pandemic how does that relate to sort of a non-pandemic period in time so that seems like a large chunk of influence on the part of consumers able to sway their peers one way or another.
1: So that's probably one of the greatest outcomes of developing trust with your consumers is they're willing to take action. And with that action is probably the most important because that's advocacy. So either advocating that try X brand, they've done an amazing thing in meeting the challenges, or I don't like how they stood back. So I don't want you to to use that brand, and as a brand person, um, you know when you're managing a brand, that's a lot of responsibility. And you know, I think that if you add to that the beginning when we were living in a world of scarcity, so think of your own habits, whether you were braving the grocery store or ordering online, what you got is what you got. So you may have ordered X flour, but you received the flour that they gave you. So already consumers were trying other brands, and then add to that the pressure of ensuring that you're operating in a responsible way that builds trust.
0: What are you advising executives, generally speaking, on how they can navigate some of that pressure and that responsibility to step up in times of crisis and also to engage in important conversations?
1: So I think traditionally, standing up and speaking out has fallen to a corporation and to a CEO. And it is scary when you think of, well i'm just a little old brand what can i do what we found is if you if the consumer expectation is that you take a stand we've seen that f- there's a four and a half times greater benefit to speaking up than to standing behind the scenes because you don't in the past you don't want to risk alienated some alienating some of your consumer base but because that, there's that expectation the benefits far outweigh the risks the other thing that i would say is if you're going to speak up and we saw that a lot um, I would say with the racial injustice or social injustice it's not enough to say we stand beside you what are you going to do as a brand to show those actions so Canadians are looking for um, whether you make a commitment as an organization to say we're going to look at to diversify our workforce or we will not work with organizations that do x you have to back up words with actions. So I would say it's nice to put out compelling content that brings a tear to the eye, but unless you're willing to number one, make sure your house is in order and number two, give back to those communities, they'll, they're, they're seen as empty words. So I would definitely say, you know, take the risk, but back it up with action.
0: That's a really good point. I've heard people refer to it as the thoughts and prayers chorus, so to speak. Many people or companies quick to jump on social media and and commit to a cause and express outrage or whatever it may be. Are there any best practices around how brands can really follow up on those important messages? It's good to put them out there, but actually keep themselves accountable and communicate to their customers and their stakeholders that they are actually holding themselves accountable.
1: Absolutely. I think that... There's a forgiveness among consumers if you, if you are to make a commitment and say, listen, we're not doing the best we can to maybe whether it's bringing products that we think are going to service different communities, or even as I talked about your own house. So if you're going to make a stand as a brand, but you look internally and you say, you know what, we could be doing better. Here are X number of things that we're going to do, and we are going to achieve them by the next two to three years. Make a statement admit that, you know, you could do better. And if you have a goalpost, people will be forgiving and saying, this is a company because for many brands and organizations, they're big. It can't happen overnight, but to recognize it and to do that. And we will counsel our clients when you say about putting out content is we advise them, don't put something out, look at what you're doing internally. Or do you feel good about what you're doing? And what are you going to do to give back? So definitely something to keep a watch out for
0: There's so many interesting findings in the report. As we wrap up in these next few minutes, tell me some of the trends or statistics that really spoke to you and what you're going to be watching as someone in branding and who speaks with people and executives in branding. What are you going to be watching for in the years ahead?
1: I think one of the it's funny I have my slide open here on this one. One of the things that really struck me is the fact that 64% of Canadian respondents felt that we can't get through this pandemic without brands. And that struck me a lot because that is a fair amount of responsibility on brands to fill in these gaps because the pandemic obviously we know is a serious thing. So I I would say that struck me um, as well. And then this idea of 68% felt that it's more important Now than ever to trust that brand. And because trust now as a brand is so complex, it's not just, it used to be about it works, it delivers on its promises, it's got great customer service. Now it has to ensure that you're protecting my personal vulnerability. So we think about the safety measures that brands took and said, you know, we're protecting our employees, we're ensuring that our manufacturing processes are, um, helping you. And then adding on top of that is societal vulnerability. So to deliver that safety and protection, um, that that's a big ask. And and to me, that struck me that people want to trust their brands and they expect so much more. So for me, that was a really big takeaway from this is, um, how, how deep the relationship is starting to become between brands and, and Canadians.
0: That's really interesting. And I suppose maybe gone are the days now where you can have just a separate small corporate social responsibility department that's detached from the organization. It really sounds like it's important to have those values integrated throughout all aspects of an organization or company.
1: Absolutely. And and it's part of our conversations when we're working with clients uh, from a marketing department, when we're developing these programs, how are we taking um, into account that the needs of consumers, so whether that be with pandemic related or with social injustice, that has to reflect the needs that are out
0: there. Jennifer, such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for taking the time to come on our show with your insight.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: That's Jennifer Meehan, the Executive Vice President Brand at Edelman Canada. We were talking about their latest special report from the Edelman Trust Barometer on brand trust in 2020. This is BIV Today. Thanks so much for watching. I'm Haley Wooden. We'll be back with the new video and podcast tomorrow.